Weekend, episode 120. Fired up. Check us out at fightersports.com. I'm Mike Gelato. Joining me as always, Chris and Chia. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, Mike and Dom were beautiful enough to uh, bless me with a, a new mic, so I guess my old mic sucked, guys. I'm sorry about all that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, uh, we're finally stepping up in the audio game. Um, Dom is not is not with us this week. Um, the birth of his first child, beautiful baby girl. Um, she's like three days old now. He might make an appearance later in the show, though. We'll see. Um, so we had to tap into the bullpen for this one. John from the Pilau Podcast. What's going on, man? Uh, what's up, Sean? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I, I know it's we. So we had you on for the the 100th episode, but you were it was like what a 10 minute thing. Like we we wanted to you know have you back on at some point. Uh, more long form thing. Um, I know you're looking to kind of branch out, promote the pod a little bit. Um, obviously, part of the network. So we are very excited to have you on uh, tonight. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, Pilot Podcast. Uh, my cousin Michael and I have been doing the podcast since. I want to say like August of 2020. Okay, nice. Probably, probably uh, at that point, middle of middle of COVID, right? Everything's kind of crazy. Nothing to nothing to do, nothing to talk about. Yeah, I bought, I, you know, and I bought a new laptop, and then I was like, "Hey," I told my cousin, I was like, "Hey, do you ever done broadcasting before?" And he's like, "No." And then he just started doing it, and he was just like a natural at it. So. Yeah. That's funny. Very similar story to me and Dom. Me and Dom are cousins. Um, kind of, you know, started up out of nowhere. We uh, obviously enjoyed sports like, you know, we all do. So that's, that's kind of where that started. Um, Speaking uh, of Dom. Wow, Dom shaved his head. That's not Dom. Wrong guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? If, uh, you know, look. <laughs> I just hope no one says, is Dom going through chemotherapy right now? That's why we don't want. Yeah, yeah. Making the people of, make those jokes. Speaking of Dom, I went to go drop off because I just, you know, obviously had a son myself. He's just turned four months today. So I had all this extra stuff to go drop off to Dom. And I looked at him. He had the mic in his hand and he like came outside and he's like, oh, come in inside of the baby. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that just because nothing against you, like three, three year old baby, three day year old baby. I'm not coming in like germs. And I'm like, Dom, you need to go to sleep, buddy. Like, <laughs> you just look like you're out of it. You need to go lay down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's a very stressful uh, time right now. I'm sure for both of you. Um, I'm on my th- I'm on my third. So it's, yeah, you're on three. It's, yeah, it's 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 come natural to me at this point. So uh, yeah, but we got a lot of we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, Eagles obviously first preseason game. Phillies are kind of in the home stretch of the of a playoff race, wild card race. Um. And then James Harden news, Sixers news comes out of nowhere because obviously there's drama with the 76ers. Um, let's kind of start there. Um, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of been rumor speculation that he kind of wanted out, right? Uh, reported that he's either Clippers or nowhere. And then it comes out, I guess it either happened either today or yesterday, about this quote about Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. So that this is the end, right? This is the end of the James Harden era in Philadelphia. Not only did he call him a liar, he called him a liar twice. Yes. He said it once yeah. and then repeated himself and said he was a liar and he would never play for him again. In China, right? Am I I think he was in China while he was saying this too. Is that where it was that where it was? Correct. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure he was over in China. It's very odd. And then, and then he just 
besides, I guess, what it, breaking news came out yesterday that he would show up to camp or the Sixers weren't going to trade him before camp. And then, like, so, okay, he's going to go to camp. And, like, two hours later, it's like, no, Harden's not coming to camp. And I was listening to, I know you're not a huge fan, Mike, 97.5, the fanatic. Okay. Uh, Sports Talk Radio in general in the city, I think, sucks. But go ahead. Uh, who at this point do you trust? Do you do you trust Daryl Morey or do you trust James Harden? So, like, the thought process that I was hearing some people talk through today was that there was a handshake deal last year that was behind the tables that James Harden took a less of a contract where Morey's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'll take care of you next year. And and now it's like, oh, I, you know, you're not worth what I'm what you're worth. Or do you say James Harden just this is going to be the third team he's trying to force himself out of? Um, well, I f- that that sounds like that's kind of what happened, but I don't think Daryl Morey owes James Harden the guarantee of that because what did he do when things mattered in the playoffs? Right, just disappeared, flat out quit. Like he always does. Like he's done his entire career in the playoffs. So I don't think like I don't think Daryl Morey owed him anything at that point. Yeah, but if there was a handshake deal last year where Harden came on a, I mean we can all three agree Harden definitely was on a budget friendly or a team friendly deal last year. Sure. Yeah. And if there was some sort of like agreement, like hey, if you do this, if you scratch my back, I got your back next year. Obviously, that's the reason why he has some discontent with. Maury, right? Oh yeah, sure. And I'll, I'll let John get his opinion in uh, now. But like, but, but first, like, it's uh, to answer your question. I think they're both to blame. Like, that's the same. I think that's the same question for both of them. Like, I think they it, the the they're in this position because of both of them. I think. But John, what do you think? Yeah, this is uh, this is obviously this is just like. Up real quick. Let's get done. I was I was gonna say. I, I mean, I, I don't know how much uh, swearing am I allowed to say on the show. Whatever. Let a it, lot. Let a it fly. What's up, Dom? Congrats, <laughs> you know, by the way. The answer this, is yes. Th- this is just an absolute <laughs> cluster. You know what? Clusterfuck. You could say it. that's fine. Okay. I just actually I linked um <laughs> this to my Twitter too. So we're broadcasting on my Twitter and your guys' oh, nice. Twitter too. So I don't know if any like p- people or kids or just want to stop. Like I don't want to be swearing too much, but uh. It's yeah, it's a complete it's a complete mess. Like I'm listen with Harden. See, here's the thing with James Harden. Union. Let he took a lesser deal, Chris. You just mentioned that. He's trying to ring chase. So if you're trying to ring chase, you can't be demanding forty five million dollars a year. I mean, it's either you want to be paid a max deal on a crap team, like let's say like the Sacramento Kings. I'm just throwing them out. You know, they had a good season, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like they're a team that has a lot of big contracts or you can go try to win a championship with the Sixers. You know, you can't have your cake and eat too. The Sixers can't build a championship level team making James Harden the highest paid player on the team. So it's either one or the other. You can't have both. Is he ring chasing or is he dollar chasing? I mean, he's obviously dollar chasing, but I think it's like He's one of those guys who's saying, oh, yeah, I want to win a ring, but like, oh, yeah, I want to make $45 million. Like, you know, James Harden's a businessman. Like, he was in China doing this. He has a lot of businesses in China. So him – so basically him going in China, slandering Daryl Morey, is like year one Nick Sirianni-level pandering. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, 
Like, let's be honest, the two have obviously a huge past. Like they've they've worked together, worked you know with each other for years and years and years. So it's it's weird that this is kind of the yeah. But it, here's the thing with Taylor Murray, he's enabled this behavior. Sure, Back yeah, when oh, he totally. Was, he enabled this behavior. Totally. Like James Harden didn't want to go to Houston because they hired Ime Udoka, and we can make all the jokes about Ime Udoka, you know, dating interns and doing any all this inappropriate things when he was with Boston. But he doesn't take people's crap. That's why James Harden didn't want to go there. When does when does either Nick Nurse or Joel Embiid stand up and be like, "Dude, like, quit your talking at this point. Like, we don't want to hear it anymore." Well, real quick, when we'll, does we'll, that happen? We'll or, that, real quick, we'll answer that in a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Dom do his thing because I know he's yeah. he's on baby duty. He's only here for five or ten minutes. The real reason Dom's here, then we'll get back to Sixers talk. The yes. real reason Dom is here is he wanted to. So we have a, a fired up. Um, Fantasy football league that we're uh, all, that we'll be doing this year. All of us in this in this um, video or in this um, show tonight are in, are in this league, so that's correct. That's exciting. So he, I he did not see do... my name listed on the league, and I didn't get an invite, so I didn't push to get an invite because I didn't see it on the list. No, no, no. You're you're absolutely the twelfth guy or the tenth oh, guy, I think it is. Um, on the list. No, you're Dom's you're in. Running man. The sh- Dom's running the show here. He said he sent an invite to you, so he'll have to send. Yeah, it yeah I, I'll have to resend because there's a couple people that said they didn't get it, but uh, no, you're absolutely in. What kind, oh, of, what kind of league you oh. running here, Dom? Yeah. I don't know what kind of league you're running. But anyway, you, you, want, you know, you want to do the draft order live on the show tonight. <laughs> so let's... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Just because I don't want to wait another week because I want to know sure. where, I'm, where I'm picking, how, you know. Um, I don't know how to do this. How do I How do I add, like, another so, screen? Does it say... So I assumed you're... Are you logged into StreamYard right now? Are you logged in? Like, at the bottom, does it say present anywhere? Yes. Dom, uh, yes. You, I, is that through hip, ESPN, Dom? Yeah. Yep. So hit I'll resend. I'll resend to everybody that that um, had an issue. So no worries. Hit present and hit share screen. You'll be able to share your screen. Uh, minimize the porn that you were watching first, and then listen. <laughs> it's the wife's <laughs> laptop, so that, that that would be that would be that would be uh, pretty risky. Min- it would yeah. be the last place she would suspect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. So minimize that first, and then pull up this. Uh, you know what you're trying to do here. Okay, well, I well, so do, should I? Hold on, hold. On. Is, I, I got a tab. Thi- should I do a different win, a separate window? Uh, no, no, no. Keep it on Team Tab. Do so. All right, here we're gonna walk okay. you through this live on the show. Hit Share Screen and then hit Chrome Tab. You see, you see where this is at, and then you could just select no. the one that's no, Dom. What are you? What are you doing here? I don't have that ability. No, you can't hit Present Share Screen. No. I, oh, there we go. I got gotcha. you. Go. It wasn't up. Um, said. <laughs> Do you see it? All right. Yep. All right. Now you select the the, the you know the tab yes. that you want to go to. There you go. Okay. All right. Now I'm gonna add it on here. If I, I could see it, I'm gonna add it for you. I think. I like. All right, Dom. Um, I okay. just added. Yeah, because it brought me to this other page. Uh, there we go. All right. All right, so everybody see so how are you doing this? Four, four of us. All right, so so I, I just I just present everybody in the league so far. So it's the four of us: me, Mike, Chris, John. Uh, then we have Don from Drunk on Broad. We have Kylie. Oh, Don and Rich from Drunk on Broad and Jason. We have Kylie, Jen, and Isaac. Um, and uh, what's that? And then Billy, uh, who writes for us. That's this yep. a 12, 12, guy, 12, 12 team league. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, I'll write them down as we go because I'll I'll fire them. In. Yes. Um. And then obviously Jen and Kylie from um, 
uh, Bell Smasher. Sorry, I'm I'm like trying to write Just shit down. Correct. It's all right. Your your mind's in an absolute pretzel over the last yes. four or five days. All right. So I, I so, get it. so fried. Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'll just click spin, and then this will now, is, we'll go. Should, should we go backwards or forward? Or is it? That's what I was going to ask you. What do you guys think? Should we go backwards? Um, I would say this is the twelfth pick. I would say go backwards. Or ten. Pick. How many okay, people are I in this? I, I thought I was thinking too. All right, ready. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, it is twelve. That's what I thought. Okay. All right, definitely so do it backwards, like the like NBA, NHL. Yes, I agree. All right, All right so the 12th pick going? goes to Rich. See, that's what he gets. <laughs> that's what he gets because I'm 12th in, in their league, so. Good. Call, uh, that's what we call karma. All right, so then, all right, so Rich has, yeah, so Rich has, all right, 11. Wait, you got to take Rich out. Uh, I think, oh, uh, yeah, you got to take Rich How out. How do I do that? There's a little, bu- I don't know. We'll figure How do it I out. do that? That means, I'll redo it. I'll redo it. I'll redo it. Yeah, I'll redo it. I think you see how where it said right next to it remove. Yeah, when when it when it gets picked, there's a little selection that says. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. go to him. Um, go to him. I can just delete them. Well, you can do that, but removing them would be quicker. This entire draft has been compromised. It has been, but you know, it's, okay. if you want to do it again. All right, go number for eleven. It. Okay, number eleven. There you go. Yeah, we're doing it again. Ah, uh. <laughs> dude, come on! All right, so you see where it says oh, remove boy. instead of close. Dime, you see where it says remove instead of close. No, I could just delete their name. No, well, yeah, but remove, remove is gonna be quicker. Right yeah, hit remove. It's hit remove. Be easier on yourself. Okay. All right, there you go. So Number you ten. Your laptop's slow. You do watch a lot of porn on this thing. <laughs> It's old, man. All right, Billy's got number 10. <laughs> All right, we're going to remove number nine. In there. What is she saying? <laughs> this is so painful to watch, worse than boomers. She's calling us a bunch of boomers. Oh, there's me. Hey, John, there you go. John gets is that nine, nine right? pick? I believe that is yep. nine, yeah. All right. Number... Eight. Round and round. Where is he going? Not me. Don? Is it landing on Don? Don. Don Juan. All right. Number seven. I believe, yeah, I believe it's number seven. All right, that's me. Lucky number seven. Somehow I avoided 11th pick, and I'm going to get a top six pick here. Be in the top half of the draft. Mike, with your luck, it doesn't matter. I don't know if that's an insult <laughs> or a, Jason. a compliment. <laughs> Do I have good luck or bad luck? Is that, what are you saying, Chris? I think I think fantasy football is not your game. No, no. you Yeah, no, no, not, no, not, not, not the last few years. Yeah, the last few years, Mike, yeah. Mike is... Yeah, last few years, Mike, Mike has said, this is my last year of fantasy football, and then he just he just comes back. All right, number five. I get, bully, I get bullied into it. Just when you thought you were at, they just I hate, I, 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 <laughs> they I, pull I, you right I, back I, in. I hate fantasy football, but I, I'm in, like, four leagues every year. I don't get it. All, All right, right Isaac. Is that number five or four? 
I spelled his name wrong. Um, that is <laughs> number five. <laughs> I even noticed that. That is five. Okay. All right. Fourth pick. Top four. Get the fuck out of here that you got a top four pick. That's such bullshit. Fault. I should have just it's kept your it. Your fault. You should have. I would have been fine with it. Top three pick. Is that, is that land? That's Jen. All right. Jen, Jen from the Bell Smashers pod gets in pick number four. Oh, and I, I think I forgot it, uh, Joe from uh, Drunk on Broad as well is in this league. So yes. you, Mike, you, Kylie, and Joe. Yep. Number top three. You know, I Kylie. Don't, I don't even want a top two pick. It sucks. We, we, can, we can switch. You want to switch? Uh, we'll talk about that off the pod. <laughs> so top two picks, either me or Joe. Who's getting it? Who's getting it? Who's getting it? It looks like it will be. Oh, it's going to be close. Is that me? If it froze. That is me. All right, cool. That, that. I'm cool with number two. I don't want number one. Number one's a bad omen. Okay. So Joe gets picked number one. Number one is Joe. Yep. So in order, we got Rich at 12, or backwards. Rich at 12, Chris at 11, Billy at 10, John at 9, Don at 8, me at 7, Jason at 6, Isaac at 5, Jen at 4, Kylie at 3, Mike, you're at 2, and Joe is at number one. There you go. Question Can I start selling my players now? You don't have any players. <laughs> ah, come right. on. You we can listen, if you guys want to move around, um different different spot in the draft. I'm I'm cool with it. Just as long as it's you know, you let me know. Sounds good. Tom, I'm sure you I'm sure you gotta go or <laughs> yep, yep. What, what's the deal? What's what's life been like? What's your last three days been like as a as a new father? Uh the good, the bad and the ugly. No, it's actually been really great. Um yep. you know, it's 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 been magical. It's uh different <laughs> it, yep, it's yep. this thing that's always on your mind you know uh never never leaves your mind so totally yep so are you, go. On diaper, you on diaper duty yet um oh yeah 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 absolutely yep well go get some it's sleep not fun. at least try at least try to <laughs> all right guys i will catch you <laughs> all, all right. next week all right, all right sounds cool. See you all right Bye. later thank you dom all right oh, so thank god that guy's going yeah and he's he, it's always technical issues with him. He's, his computer's too damn slow. His mic goes in and out. I don't got to talk to him. Uh, so, Chris, we finally got you upgraded the mic, and now Dom has all the issues. Um, let's get back into the Sixers. What, so what, what question were you asking beforehand? I what, said before when, we does some, Dom? when does somebody like – I was gonna, I said Nick Nurse or Joel, but now I'm even thinking um, – why can't I think of his name? Tyrese Maxey? No, not Maxey. Maxey keeps his mouth shut and keeps it pushing. Um, why can't I think of the their four guard? What, Patrick Beverly we just signed? He was no, the other Twitter. dude that's a bum that, that can't shoot the ball. There's a lot of got... bums on that team that can't <laughs> shoot the ball. Why can't I think of his name, Mike? Melton? Not Melton. No, uh, the dude that got in Joel Embiid's face in the playoffs. Oh, oh P.J. Tucker? Tucker. Yeah, when, yeah, when are one of these guys going to, like – all right, dude, like, keep your trap shut. Like, like you're on the team right now. Like, it well, you, mean, pu- you mean publicly, not, like, behind closed doors. Yeah, publicly. Like, when is somebody going to come out and say something? So, I, I don't – see, here's my thing about that is that publicly, public's a bad idea because you're just going to make – because, look, the Sixers already looked inept enough as it is. It's having players being, God, James Harden's a friggin' idiot. Where James needs to shut the hell up, I think it's just going to make the situation worse. Um, yeah, but I, I think, think a, the city will I, like. I, I think a lot of them are just sick of him. 
Like I said this to my cousin Michael. I said, I don't know how how old are you guys? Like you're probably the same age as me. Uh, thirty one. I'm, right, I'm twenty seven. All right, I'm actually the oldest one here. Um, anyway, so I remember when the Giants had Tiki Barber, great okay. player. I mean, yeah. serious pain in the ass. He was a pain in the ass. He was talking crap about Eli Manning. Created tons of problems for them behind the scenes in the locker room. The year they let him go is the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not saying Sixers win the NBA championship, but when you're when you're at the walk on eggshells, we have a certain guy there because you have to keep him happy or not do anything to upset him. Yeah, but is he really that guy that you have to walk on eggshells for? He's like you got you have Embiid and you have. I mean, Matthews got traded by the new by the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's the thing is when they got him, they're like, "This is the only way James Harden in Philadelphia is going to end." Like, it's the only way he's done it. He did it in Houston. He did it in Brooklyn. Like, it's it's like To. It's like he can't if he can't fit here. Where the hell else is he going to fit? Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's going to go out to L.A. and 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 along with Kawhi. Kawhi's just going to like not talk to him. Just walk no. to the other other side of the court. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just don't know when one of those guys are just going to be like, you know what, like, like Embiid's kind of played like devil's advocate a lot of the off season. Like, oh, you know, I really respect James as a guy, and but now he's coming at your GM. Now, like, now I wonder if that changes because like when the Ben Simmons thing was happening, Embiid was the most vocal one on the team. Yeah, that's what I mean. When is this gonna? When yeah. are these guys gonna say like, like we? Dude, you don't want to come back. We don't want you back. Like, like when when is that coming? Because I think you're going to garner a lot more respect from the fan base when that happens. Because like that guy's not going to be well. I mean, he's he's good, but he's going to not be welcomed by the fans. Like the fans, if he's on the opening roster day one, it's going to be a nightmare for him. I don't see any scenario that that happens. I really don't. I think the no, but I'm saying if, if he is, it's going to be a nightmare, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on how the next couple months go. I think, like, like leading up, like, I don't know, does he come out publicly? Like, it's, I don't know. It really just depends on what happens. Because, I'll, like, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, we're just a city that that backs the players, right? You saw it with the Trey Turner ovation and, th- and things like that. Like, we back the play. If he's on the roster, I don't know that he's going to get. A handful of, I mean, he might get some booze, but I don't think he's going to be like raining down. Like, I don't think if, it's going to be like that. If Ben Simmons came back to play for the Sixers and said, "Hey, you know what? My bad, shouldn't have did that." The people were forgotten about it. Yep. It was because he was just, you know, being Ben, being selfish. So that's why he played his guts. Right. I do. I so I want to bring up a question here to you guys. So Harden doesn't show up. According to the, the rule changes to the CBA because of Ben Simmons, ironically enough, the guy he was traded for. Yep. If he doesn't show up, doesn't play this year for the Sixers, he has an extra year added onto his contract, and he doesn't get paid for this year. Yep. Is he going to try and do that, or do you think he's go- the Sixers will move him before well, they- November 2nd? <laughs> His goal, with his goal is to get paid, I don't think he's going to want to miss an entire year of getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's, he, in his mind, he wants to get traded, and I think he's going to, 
I think he's going to be such a pain in the ass, he's going to force the Sixers to move him. Yeah, but the problem is now, if you're the Sixers, like, you hate this guy because, like, he is just devaluing any trade value that, that there is. Like, by continue, yep. like going out there in China and saying, I'll never play for a team with Daryl Morey on it, like, what's a team going to offer you? A, a second-round pick now? Because they know you have to unload him. Totally. Like, it, it, he's just making it worse for the for the organization. Can we shift gears to Daryl Morey since we haven't really been mentioning him a whole lot in this? We've been with James Harden. Go for it. So, this is, I mean, Harden's Daryl Morey's boy, right? Yep. Was. Was was his boy. Very good, Chris. Yeah, he was his boy. Morey's created this mess. Yeah. When you trade for a James Harden, it's like when, remember when the, when T.O. threw his temper tantrum when he played for the Eagles? Did the same thing with the Niners, goes to the Cowboys, kind of does the same thing. You kind of are like, okay, you keep bringing this guy in. He keeps make, giving these attitude problems. Like, come on, you have to, like, know by now that this guy's an issue. Yeah. Daryl Morey brought him in, and he really hasn't made any other moves besides really fixing Colangelo's mess and then just bringing guys from Houston. That's, that's literally what he's doing is building, the, the, you know, the, the Houston uh, Rockets. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Chris. He has made some, like, as much as we want to criticize him, it's a good move not to sign Harden. Like, that is a good move. Agree, especially if Harden wants the four years or whatever. Like, that's insane. But it's a really bad move to say to him, hey, um, if you take less money, I'll give you a max deal next year, and then just be like, oh, yeah, I was just lying to you the whole time. Well, that's, that's just, but, like, was that said... Where was that said? You know what I mean? That's what was the reports were, but was that it's actually It's said? he said, she said. Like, nobody knows. There's two sides of the story. Right, and who's going to actually, like, who's going to say? Maury's not, he's not stupid. He's not going to come out and say that that's, what's ha- that's what happened. The, the Patrick Beverly move, if we're, we're talking about bringing the, the Rockets here, right? That's what we're talking about. The Patrick Beverly move is a solid move in the fact that at least you know what you're getting out of him. You know that you're not getting a tier one player, but you know you're getting a backup point guard that could spot start for you. The only one that I think we really messed up on is the P.J. Tucker move. I think that that was the worst move that was made so far under the Maury tenure. And and – his his presence kind of worked out. Is a little bit of it in the playoffs, especially early I don't, on. Like, yeah, but his, his presence is, was there, but it, it's just way too much money, like way too much money they gave. The present, yeah, but what is the presence? The presence was going up and telling Embiid to keep your head in it. I could have, if I was on the court, I could have went up to him and told him to get your head. In you it. need you know some. I mean? You need somebody to do it. You need you need leaders on the on the court. Yeah, but is, is that, that a leadership mentality, or is that somebody, or is that? picking up your guy when you see him down. There's two different things. Like, leadership mentality is taking that game on yourself and, like, facilitating and being out there, like, getting everybody else where they need to be versus going up and, like, we need – like, you need to be better. Like, that's more like a coach should be doing that, not a leader. I yeah. I agree with – I Christian, you're 100% right. But here's the thing, though, too. Like, I'm not trying to – he's gone, but – like, Doc's, Doc sucked. 
Okay. Yeah. Doc was not a good coach. And the fact that PJ Tucker has to go to Embiid and say that, I think makes Doc Rivers look really bad because Doc Rivers just stand there going, Come on, guys, let's go. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> clapping right. like, you know, like, <laughs> just, you know, clapping away like he's Jason Garrett. And then <laughs> PJ Tucker's got to go and correct you all and be like, Dude, that's not his job. No, he, yeah, he definitely left the image on the asylum there. Like, no doubt, they really, really, they really didn't have anybody that was calling the shots from like a a coach standpoint. It's a good point. So, I mean, I would just say with Warrior's problem is he just like, I think I don't. Did you guys see the tweet where someone was like, you know, be like Eagles, steal Jalen Carter, steal Nolan Smith, set up to make another run for the Super Bowl. Phillies sign Trey Turner. Um, sign tightly and then make, like, show the Phillies moves. It's like Flyers draft Matt Bay Mitchkov, then Sixers. It took the picture Daryl Morey and like the salmon colored shorts, staying outside crumble cookies, trolling <laughs> people. And it's like, what, like, dude? Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think I was against it about two months ago. That's when the season ended, right? Against what? Mother's, moving, Mother's moving Day. Harden? No, just that's when the that's when the Sixers season ended about two months oh, yeah. ago. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was against the entire. I think they need to rebuild this whole thing. I think yep. it. I've gotten to the point where like they're becoming a laughing stock around the NBA. Because so when you say build the whole thing, that like rebuild the whole thing, you're talking about Embiid, Max, like everybody. I think you can keep Maxi. I think Maxi's what's, not a guy that you move well, on what's, from. Here's, well, here's the question. is If you're rebuilding it, you're not going to be competitive for another three, five, however many years, where you're going to, in three years, you're going to have to trade Maxi anyway. Why not do it now right. while his value is at an all-time high? Because you're going to you're gonna have to do it regardless. What about uh, the famous uh, Eagles term? What about retooling it? That's what they're doing this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, but but yeah. they haven't done anything to retool. I mean, they still haven't made any moves on there to, to go out there and make me feel yeah. like okay. Yeah, but how do you how do you, you retool? Know, you, know what their, you know what their big move is. This is their big move. Is this how they're going to spin it? The Sixers. Oh, you know, we got rid of Doc. Doc. They're not going to say this. I'm like, you know, Doc blows because he never played young players. Um, Nick Nurse plays young players. So we're going to play Jane Springer 25 minutes a game. And we're going to play uh, this guy we just picked up from Croatia. Philip, uh, Philip, is it Petrusev? Philip Petrusev? Yeah. The guy from Gonzaga. Yep. Oh, he's going to play 15, 20 minutes a game. And Nick Nurse is going to make him a solid role player. It's just like we made moves, but not really. That's kind of what they're going to spin that as. But, you know, you lost Shake. You lost uh, George's Niang. You brought back. B-Ball Paul on an awful contract. Yeah, B-Ball Paul's pro- not going to play like six minutes a game like Doc was playing him. But at the same time, guys, it's like, it's great that we're playing these young players because like that's what the Nuggets did. They play a lot of their young guys. They, you know, the Heat played a lot of their young guys. I I can't just sit here and say, oh yeah, like Nick Nurse is like going to just, Sixers are going to win 60 games and, you know, he's going to unlock everyone's potential because Doc's a moron. I think that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping that's the case. Hey, uh, John, real quick. I work at the Target. I'm the store manager at the Target on 
that by the art museum, right? Mm-hmm. And I see Paul Reed in there where I did see him in there all the time. Since he signed that contract, I haven't seen him in there once. I told these guys and I'm dead serious about it. The next time I see him in there, I'm going to ask him how it feels to swindle a team for millions of dollars. <laughs> and I'm dead serious about it. I'm not going to say it in like a funny way. I'm going to be like, Dude, like <laughs> how do you do How's that? it feel? That's, that's a great business move. Like, you yeah. teach me how you did that. Yeah. No, you're you're not you're not wrong. You so he'll give you Tobias Harris's number. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know. I mean, I'm just thinking with Harden if he gets like traded, like basically the Sixers got offered crap. They're the Clippers, are like, ah, oh, you got to get rid of him, so we're gonna give you all of our crap. But to equal is, you and know, the val- the value even went down after yes, today or yesterday, yeah. whenever that was. Yeah. yeah, it definitely went down. Yep. They're like, we'll like give that- you, uh, we'll give you the the uh, ball boy and the Gatorade yeah. filler upper and the guy that runs out on the court and scrubs. We'll after give you a, a signed Chris Kamen basketball. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe we'll throw in like a 2028 20, second round pick. Have fun. I mean, and the Sixers are going to have to like take it because they're going to deal with a disgruntled guy. And and obviously, like all that aside, like you you're losing a ton of production from what James Harden brought every night. Like yeah, that's a lot of minutes and a lot of points to kind of replace. Yeah, I mean, like Jane Springer this needs to average, average like literally like fifteen points a game. Yeah, which I don't. Which like, look, if he can average fifteen points a game, then Nick Nurse should be the coach of the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else before we move on? Anything else, Sixers? Uh, you guys want to touch on? Now, we talked a lot of Sixers, Mike. I think I might, I think I might I just bash my head into my wall. If I have to keep thinking about James Harden, <laughs> don't do that. The season doesn't start for a while, so if you're banging your head against the wall now, I can't. Like I just, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, it's like the Wander Franco news. I'm just like, I don't oh want to deal with. Goodness. I just don't want to deal yeah. with this. This is ridiculous. This is insane. That news is crazy, isn't it? The Wander Franco stuff. My cousin shot me messages. I'm like, dude, like this is just some like that's gotta be fake. That can't be real. And then I just saw he just got put on the restricted list, so he's not gonna get paid. And I was like, oh my god, that is it's, that is that is real. Yeah, like if if it's just like dumb internet stuff, I don't think he's going on a restricted list. Like there's there's something behind that. There has to be. But uh is that the news that he was with like a fourteen year old girl? Yeah. And then yeah, I didn't after, really read much into it. Yeah, apparently he's on a quote unquote dating a fourteen year old. There's a scene with a fourteen year old girl. And then like the day after that, the Rays are doing a giveaway uh, for kids fourteen and under. Uh, just <laughs> a, a bad uh, circumstance there, but right. ironic. Um, and there's so a I deep guess. drive to left by Castellanos. Yeah, four, exactly. nothing, four nothing Reds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Castellanos always strikes in those moments, doesn't he? Um, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about some Phillies before we get that. Listen, Don over at Drunk on Broad made a nice little, uh, little promo clip. I'm going to play it now. We'll talk on the other side. We are part of the Fired Up Sports Network of shows. Please check out other Fired Up Sports Network podcasts like the P-Lot Pod, What Are Cooler Talk, Bell Smashers, Philly Sports Love and Pain, Drunk on Broad, 
Beer Battered Sports, and the Fired Up Sports Show, which are available on all major podcasting hosting sites and social media. Also, check out Mark Ramos' Ramos Roundup on FiredUpSports.com, which breaks down the happenings going on with all your favorite local teams. Good stuff from Don. Don. Always, always looking at it. So, um, yeah, listen, Phillies. Lorenzo, no, no, no hitter. That was crazy, wasn't it? And, you know, I woke up CJ out of his sleep, little four, three and a half month baby or wherever he was at that time, and brought him downstairs to watch that because I'm like, did you? I love yeah, that. I, really did, I love like, that. This might not ever happen again. No. Time. Yeah, I mean, it's it was it was quite the moment. I mean, I saw. So I was like kind of tuning like back and forth. I saw that he had a no hitter after six. And I, I shut off whatever my kids are watching on Disney Plus. I was like, give me the remote. I'm taking over the TV tonight. Um, and, w- and watch the rest of it. It was it, he just he just had it. And like, he was getting hit hard. I know a lot of people were saying that, well, oh, it's not like a true no hit. Like he was getting hit hard. This isn't sustainable, but like it, it worked. It was effective. Like, exactly. He got the no hitter. Like you can't take that away from him. Yeah, I when I saw you had a no hitter through like six, I was like, dude, if I turn this on and watch, am I going to jinx him? <laughs> Maybe he's going to give up a hit. And then like, by the, I wait till like the ninth inning. I was like, you know what? Now or never, he's going to get a no hitter. And once he got yeah. that, that strike, that was like eight inch off, eight inches off the plate. I'm yeah. Like, oh. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> he's, he's who, got this. And my head, I'm like, he's that? got this. Who was that on the nationals? I can't, whoever, uh, whoever Joey, was on the nationals, they were just like, they were like, ah, uh, like, I like I know. I get where, yeah, I get where this is going. <laughs> was it Dominic Smith? No, he I think made it the was, final out. I think he made the I final. I think it might have been CJ Abram, Abrams. Yeah, he was like, all right, like uh, I. Yeah, I think Smith. I think Smith made the final out. I believe. I think you're right. I think it yeah. was. But I, yeah, I mean, he was like, ah, oh, you know. All right, I fine. I, I get. It. I respect. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I, I just got it. In, I just, it was amazing. It was his first home start. I mean, he's the Philly to have the fastest no hitter of this tenure with the team. Yeah, because Doc got his perfect game. It was Game One of the Stanley Cup when the Flyers played the Blackhawks. It was the same day. Was it really? It was the same day. Okay. So I was watching the Stanley Cup, and then someone texted me and was like, yeah. "I was like, uh, you might want to turn the Phillies game on." I'm like, "Why the hell would I turn the Phillies game on?" Right, Flyers in the Stanley Cup. I'm, I'm, I know Roy Halladay's pitching, so I kind of want to go see it. But I, he was like, "No." Turned the Phillies game on, and he was throwing a perfect game, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, oh my god!" Yeah. But yeah, like that he was. It might have been his seventh or eighth start with the Phillies. Like, dude, when they got Lorenzen, I was like, "Okay, like that's a good pickup." But we need. I thought we need another right-handed bat, and I know that yep. that'll bring us to a uh, a certain uh, shortstop that is playing much better i just want to mention you guys i was at the game we gave him staying ovation me I did too my, i was also i did my i did my civic duty as a phillies fan and clapped for trey turner when he came that uh that. that was the friday night game right against the yes. uh yeah i was there too mike you can thank there. chris chris and i you're welcome for yep. fixing trey turner you're welcome we clap for him he feels much better you know he's chilled out you know, he's, he's got a stroke down. You're welcome. Everybody, you're welcome. Listen, everybody should – everybody that was in the stadium that night should get, like, their name, like, etched in the Wall of Fame out there. 
I'm in. Um, everybody that was in the stadium that night. Because I mean, listen, if if Trey Turner can get fit, like I'm, I'm almost not even asking for him to be the Trey Turner that we've seen the last eight years. If he could be like seventy-five to eighty percent of that. It's gigantic for this team. Like, I mean, he was borderline unplayable at some point. Like, you're not going to sit him on the bench. Like, that's that's not what I'm saying. But, it, like, that's how bad he was at one point. But he's on fire. He he looks great right now. He's back. Yeah, you know what? I when he when he was struggling in like like June, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give him some time because Bryce struggled. Yep. Kyle Schwarber struggled. Cassiano struggled all season. You know, I think there's like a ton of guys that just like their first 80 games of the Phillies they were just dog crap. Yeah. And I was like, let's give him some time. Then like August rolled around and he, and he was playing. And then he, it was when he started committing all those errors. Yeah. It's when it started to go into yeah, to go to his in, into his defense. I thought he had the yips. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But what you say is unplayable. It's like if he's got the yips, he can't play him. Yeah. You're just going to make it worse by keep yep. playing him. And, See, but, but at the I'm same under, time, you're, you're not going to sit that player on yeah, the bench with, with the, the contract the signed. Yeah, you, you can't. You got to like leave I, him in. Like I thought, down. like I kind of thought, if you not say you bench him for the whole season, but I was like, do you give him like a week off? Give him a weekend or something like that. Give him week like a off, week yeah. off, and then just have him just like watch them play, and then just tell him to relax. Like I even thought about to the point where he comes up to the plate, like have him bunt. And beat out bunts and then steal second base like he's like Juan Pierre. I mean, it's better <laughs> than him striking out. I mean, yeah. maybe he'll get his confidence up. But no, he was just he hit his he hit his way out of it. So, I mean, that's huge for this team. I mean, I know yesterday that was a really brutal loss. I'm not listen. The umpire blew that call, but honestly, you can't in any sport. You cannot rely on the officials. Nope, you can't. Got to take care of business. Like the Eagles Super Bowl, you can't, you're like yeah, that was a beat, that was a lame call. You can't trust, you can't trust these refs. Like, come no. on, you can't put nope. yourself in that position. We're not going to talk about that Super Bowl call. The Super no. Bowl. Let's yeah, just we, not. we forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's a long not time talk ago. About it. Yeah. <laughs> as many times as I watch it, it's the right call to make. It's the bad call, but it's the right call. It's. I mean, if if we really want to go down that that rabbit hole, I mean, it was. It's Is it, right was it a ball. penalty? Sure. Yes. I just hate that penalty in that spot with how the entire game went. That's I my watched. Well, if you but yeah, but if you looked at the Super Bowl the year before, they let them play. They did. And they and then they call a pass interference call at the end of the game, and you're like, well, call it consistently. Yep, that's what I want. That's all I want. It's like in baseball, if you call the outside, like the low and outside a ball, and then the ninth inning, ah, oh, strike three, and yeah. then you're just like, what are you doing? Like, you didn't call that a strike the whole game. It's yeah, like, exactly. Like, I just want it consistent from start consistency. to If they called, like, 25 pass interference penalties and like on each, like, total for both teams, then it's like, yeah, so he's, they're calling pass interference. Like, right. what are you doing? Then the defender knows. But, like, literally, uh, who was on him there? Was that, um, what, uh, who, who what? was on who, the, the penalty? Yeah, Brad Bradbury. Bradbury yeah, on uh, Juju Smith. Yeah, yeah, Brad, I mean, Brad, I mean, Brad, in all, in all He honesty, did it earlier in the game. <laughs> like he I mean, and got away with it, so he I thought, mean, "All right, that's how they're calling this game." I mean, in all in it, honesty, guys, I think if Bradbury let him just not even touch him and just, I think Juju wouldn't even call it the ball. That's also probably uncatchable. Yeah, and it I doesn't think, matter when it's a hold. I think. It I, would, I mean, I think, or if Juju somehow miraculously caught, he probably would have tried to score a touchdown and be an idiot because he is an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot. He is. He's a total idiot. Anyway, TikTok so, boy. So yeah. Not even but anyway, anyway. With the Phillies, guys, I mean, look, the right-handed bats are all heat up because before Turner was struggling, JT was not playing well. 
Castellanos in July was like literally one of the worst hitters in baseball. Yeah, and I mean, Schwarber was ice cold at one point. Um, what is his average even at right now? Like at one point he was in like the eighty-two, I think. Yeah, was, he, at one point I think he was in like one sixties, like one seventies, like. He's ice cold, but listen, I mean, this team finds ways to win games, and every night I could bitch about a lineup that they put out because I, I don't think Rob Thompson's the greatest you know, decision maker in the world, but they get results, so I'm done bitching about the lineup. I'm just, I'm done. I don't think it matters anymore. They find ways to win games. That's all I care about, win games. Yeah, I think, and I, look, Jose Alvarado, he'll be back in a week. Yep. That's huge. Like, that's like, he's one of the best left-handed relief pitchers in baseball. You know, Sir Anthony can kind of find his touch again. That's going to be huge, too. Uh, the key right now is the Phillies. They just got to stay healthy. Yeah. They just got to stay healthy, especially yeah. the bullpen. Yeah, well, I, th- I think adding Alvarado back into the mix will really be good for Kimbrel Because, like, Kimbrel's been great all year. I think much better than we expected him to be. But I think adding a guy back into the, the, the bullpen like Alvarado will help take the pressure off of... Because you know, he's, like like, 90, he's like 95 years old, and you can't be trotting him out there four days a week. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he's starting... He, he's, still, he's not bad. He's starting to have instances where he struggles a little bit here or there. Like I, I need to save his arm come playoff time. Let me throw out a name to you, gentlemen. Okay. Because we haven't talked about him yet. Since Trey Turner's playing much better... I think you might know who I'm referring to. How about Scotty? No, I was going to say a certain starting pitcher by the name of Aaron Nola. What, what about him? <laughs> what about him? So, like, we give Aaron, we gave uh, Trey Turner a standing ovation. And yep. even though Aaron Nola has not been as bad this year as Trey Turner. Aaron Nola has an ERA about around four and a half. Yeah. And, you know, he's complained about the pitch clock, complained about not getting a big contract extension. You know, if he's like, if they're struggling, like he like mopes around the dugout the whole time. I mean, there's something, they're going to a six man rotation. I'm going to throw out this scenario to you guys. Phillies make the playoffs. Is he in your starting rotation? Oh, you yeah. one of your four yeah, starting absolutely. pitchers. You have to, yeah, for sure. Because I, right now you have it's Zach Wheeler, who's been pitching much better as of late. Ranger Suarez, um, Taiwan, Taiwan Walker, and Michael Lorenzen. Nah, it's got to be Nola. Nola's got to be it. Nola's in the mix somewhere, and then I think it depends on. I mean, right now, I mean, if Lorenzen keeps pitching like this, he's he's got to be in there too. Walker's. Walker's weird to me where like he looks good some nights and looks off others. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I, really I mean, I think Ranger's that. probably the guy you're going to have as like a long reliever cuz he is the You think so? Cuz he has the most experience of it and he does, it, he and does. He did it in the playoffs and he did it in the regular season. Yeah, but I think prior his mind, to 2022. I think his mindset is so built for playoff baseball. Like, he wants the ball in his hand in big moments. He just gets so calm. I agree, but then it's like, you know, I mean, well, I mean, Tywell Walker could probably give you a couple, you know, two or three innings out of a pen as yeah. well. I would say so now, here's, I've met with Aaron Nola. This, the next two and a half months, two and a half, three months, are the most important months of his professional career. 
because he's a free agent. Yeah. And if he pitches really well, I think the Phillies or another team is going to look past the previous four months where he's been mediocre at best. I think somebody teams will definitely look past it. Um, I let him walk. I'm here's over the, Here's the thing. I, I've been in that position too where I've said I'm over Aaron Nola. But I was I was like kind of doing a deeper dive into like his stats. And if he just literally all he has to do is limit the home run ball, I think he could have be like a top three, four, five pitcher in the NL. Like he, he could have numbers up there with if he just limits the long ball. Like that's been killing him this year. I'm just well, over he, him. Well the, here's the thing with him. So he bitched about the pitch clock. Yep. And I'm like, dude, everyone has to deal with the pitch clock, not just you. Yep. And he, because, you know, if you guys remember when before the pitch clock, I mean, obviously, like, dude, base, these games are going by way too fast. I'm just like, yeah, I'm used, yeah. you know, he would just, you know, if there's a runner on, he'd stalk the mound, you know, play around with the rosin bag, take five minutes to go after in the next batter. Now he can't putts around i love it get, get in the get in the batter's head but mike to your point you're like limit the home run ball his like pitching iq is terrible like he'll have a guy 2-2 and then he'll throw a curveball right down the, he can't is that up. is that him or is that jt that's him that's him well i'm just because the... he's got they got the pitch com he can you know yeah can who's, blow who's... off his calls because yeah. guess what guess what lorenzo threw his no hitter the first person he like credited Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't thank God. He didn't thank. <laughs> right, right. He didn't thank. You know, oh, I thank my wife and kids. I thank my mom. I thank my dad for cat. He thanked JT Real Muto for yeah. the first person he thanked. Yep. So I don't think JT's ass at calling games. Yeah. That's that's true. Mike, I do have a question. If if we could do it with with John, the Immaculate okay. Grid. Yeah, we could do that. No, I know. You, John, you do him on your show, right? I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike, Michael's have, a fiend. He's the one who tries to get like the really low scores. I think we had really okay. We'll we had like a forty-eight here. on yesterday. Okay, have you done today's yet? I did two. I did do today's yet. Okay, so if if you uh, have any answers, try to think of ones you didn't uh, you didn't pull from. I did get I did get a perfect one. Oh, you did? Okay, I did. All right, so here we got across the top, Guardians, Nationals, 30 stolen bases in a season. On the left side, we got the Yankees, the Rays, 200 hits in a season. Uh, uh, Did Harper have 200 hits for the Nats? Uh, I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure he did. I don't know. I I don't want to say Bryce Harper. No? Because he's not really like a hits guy. He's like a power guy, like extra base hit guys. Uh, for the Nationals, keep in mind that also includes the Washington Expos, or sorry, the Montreal Expos. Montreal. So yeah, Vlad, so Vladdy. Vlad. Vlad's Vlad, Vlad Senior definitely had 200 hits in a season. I bet you he's probably the most popular answer too. He probably is. Let's let's go for it. 82. percent It's a high. Uh, it's a high uh, percentage. Here. I see. Um, we we usually just go for whatever. The only you know, other guy I can think mind. of would be like Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah, like because like Rendon never did it, right? Like I don't think so. Uh, Turner probably did, honestly. No, I don't think he did. No, two hundred. You don't think so? Mm. So for the Guardians, I'm going to give you an old time baseball player. Is it Ty Cobb? 
for the in the for uh the guardians no tris speaker yeah for the 200 hits yeah i'll take your word for it am i spelling this right there you there you go nine percent no clue who that is so that's a good pull he played like in the 1920s when like literally they would all just hit singles nice i like it i can respect (laughs) that um, let's see. Here. Thirty base, st- thirty stolen bases, and two hundred hits. I Definitely like Ty Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Ichiro is probably going to be a real popular one there too. Six percent for Ty Cobb. A Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Did Carlos Pena wind up playing for Cleveland? I said Corey Kluber. Oh yeah. Corey Kluber because he pitched for the Rays last year and he stunk. Um, I don't know if I get anything really more obscure than Corey Kluber I can think of to mind because the Rays are a relatively new newish team. Hmm. Uh, you have anything, Mike? No, I'm trying to think. I'd say Cl- Corey Kluber, Kluber definitely for Kluber. the for Cleveland. Let's do it. Corey Kluber. They go 18%. Third uh, stolen bases, Tampa Bay. Carl Crawford. I thought Carl Crawford, or definitely Carl Crawford, BJ Upton. BJ Upton. Would be the other guy because he was really fast. I like Upton. I like that answer. 16%er. Uh, for the Yankees, the captain, El Capitan, Ricky Henderson definitely played for the Yankees for about three or four years. And we, he, he's the most stolen bases of all time, but he's probably the most obvious answer. Yeah. The other guy, the only other guy I could think of would be another guy would be Mickey Mantle, but I'm not sure because DiMaggio. You don't think Jeter would be there? 30? Oh, maybe he was a fast player. He he probably had to have thirty stolen bases early in his career, and then kind of like stopped. There you go, nineteen percent. What are we? Uh, Tampa Bay, Washington. So I'm, I'm useless with this right now. I You're I'm useless. Drawing, you I'm, said I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yankees, Cleveland. Did Kipnis play for the Yankees? He definitely, I know for Cleveland and New York, I'm down to Nick Swisher. Uh, Jason Giambi, Jason Giambi played briefly. I would say pick Jason Giambi. Nick Swisher definitely also did as well, though. Giambi, 2%. Washington and the Yankees. Luke Voigt's probably the most popular one because he's most recent. Yeah. Using the Soto trade. Well, let's think here. Uh, oh, you want a really obscure one? Give it to me. Randy Johnson. Did he play for the Nats? Yeah, when the hey, hell did he play for He Washington? played for the Expos. Oh, did he, he did. He started with the Expos. Eleven percent. Tampa Bay and Washington. Now I gotta I gotta think back to Montreal. 
I'll say I said Corey Dickerson. Is he like play for everybody? Guy you play for the Phillies, Pirates, <laughs> Rays. Did D Gordon ever play for Tampa? Oh, Denard Span. Denard Span. Did he Denard Span? All right, let's go for it. There we go. Oh, Matt, that's the first time we've completed a grid on the show. So uh, thanks, John. Yeah, a lot of help. A lot of help there. John, did you do the NFL one? Is the question. We could do the NFL one if you want. Did you do it today? I did part of it. I had to, I was working, so I had to stop. Which, and then which one did you do? I guess the one on here. Uh, let's let me put it over here. All right. So across the top, Bucks, Jets, first team All Pro, and on the left, Bears, Chargers, Texans. First uh, Bear, Bears, pro. first team All Pro. Uh, like Mike, Mike Singletary. Everyone's, like, probably, everyone's gonna probably run say Erlacher or like Khalil Mack, someone newer. Singletary. Do you like that, Chris? Yeah, sure. All right, six percent. Uh, Chargers would have to be LT, right? That's the one I was gonna say. What about Kellen Winslow Senior or Antonio Gates? I feel like he's the one everyone's gonna pick. I think a lot of people get tripped up. They might have put Justin Herbert even though he's never been first-team All-Pro because of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. So who, who do we like here? Kellen Winslow. Did he, did he, was he first-team All-Pro? Yes. Yeah. All right. Whoa. Well, Kellen Winslow. The one that did not play recently and is a pedophile. Um, oh, no, he's not a pedophile. He's a rapist. Never mind. Uh, sorry. Uh, top one, Kellen Winslow, 1979. Okay. Five percent. Houston, would that be Foster or uh, Andre Johnson? JJ I mean, JJ Watt? Watt's probably the most obvious one. Steve McNair ever get it? Oh uh, well, no, they don't take the legacy of the. Um, no, they went. To, they went to Tennessee. So oh, Steve right. McNair would be a good one for the Titans. Um, what about um, Laramie Tunsil? Ooh. That's a good one. He's probably going to be an obscure one too, because I'm trying to think of like old school Texans. I mean, Andre Johnson, Foster, and Johnson are the two that I can think of. I mean, Matt Schaub was not that great. Uh, no, nah, I would say no. no. Um, Tunsil, is that where we want to go? I'd say Tunsil. Nope. No. Nope. Correct. Got it wrong. Um, I would say Andre Johnson. Just be Andre safe. Johnson. Uh, yeah, that one. Twenty four percent. They probably don't have many first team all Our pros. Texan, no, they've been kind of. A I bet you it's like literally four guys, probably. <laughs> yeah, a bear and a buck. This is when it gets hard, though. Charger and a jet. Bears, that's... bears, Buccaneers. Um, a Charger jet is definitely LT. He played for both. Charger jet. Sixty-four percent sounds about right. Uh, Texans, Jets, Aaron Glenn. Five percent. Bears, Jets. Did Thomas Jones play for the Jets? I feel like he did. 
I don't know, but if you want to run it, I'm cool with it. Thomas Jones. Yep, there you go, 14%. Charter. Two guesses left, so where do we want to go here? Chargers and Buccaneers, I feel like it, Josh Johnson has played for both of those teams. Rob, Josh Johnson's played for everybody. I would say Vincent Jackson is probably the most the most well-known one I would take a guess. Most recent, plus he unfortunately passed away. I'm good with Vincent Jackson. Eighty-one percent. Damn. All right. Do we want to go Houston and Buccaneer? Who I also think Josh Johnson played for Houston. Yeah, he played for a lot of teams. I think um, he's like a wild card. I think Josh Johnson is a good way to transition the Eagles after this. Yeah. When I saw he was the quarterback playing that game, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, uh, we, we can put it in there and then talk about the uh, which one is it? Oh nine to twenty two, right? Yeah, you won't Been go away. Since 09, right? No, no. Well, no. It wasn't on there. No, I guess not. Uh, so here we go. Yeah. Let's talk about birds because yes. I yes, don't understand do. what Baltimore's game plan was when they started with Josh Johnson and then ended with uh, who's their backup down there? Huntley. Does it Huntley? Huntley came in at the end. Like I really feel like they're trying to like conserve their pre-game, their preseason champ, like championship that they got going on. Um, full, first off, full disclosure, I was at a family party, so I'm going to have to rely on you guys to tell me what happened in the game and position battles and everything when, when we break them down. So Jalen Carter played two snaps and I saw the one. It's like, I was like, I've seen enough. He doesn't have to <laughs> yeah. play anymore in the preseason yet. Like the first play he almost like decapitated Josh Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, th- this guy can play Jordan Davis. I mean, Jordan Davis played. He looked solid. Listen, uh, over the last handful of months, Josh Johnson has to be tired of playing the Eagles, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> Eli Ricks had a pick six. Um, you guys want to go by like like positions? Like we can go through each one who we thought looked good. Who yeah, didn't Mike good. Mike didn't watch, so he is. No I good. didn't. So I, I listen. I'll give you input on like who I think is good or making the team or what. I mean, like, we can but, go with the quarterbacks. I mean, I thought Mike, I thought Mariota looked okay. I hear Tanner McKee looked pretty good. Tanner McKee, okay. So Ian Book, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Probably got a really he's good cut. IQ. Yeah, yeah he, he's gone. His he's probably like gonna be like a, a quarterbacks coach. Like yeah. he can't throw the ball. No. You know, that's you know, but and he was a fourth round pick to boot. Like you watched him like dude. That's brutal. Yep. But yeah, Tanner McKee looked good. He pushed the ball downfield. Um Brian Johnson, I thought Watching him, it was his first game ever calling the offense. And I thought he did a good job. Like they pushed the ball down the field. It wasn't like they just ran traps and dives half the time. You know, preseason football is very vanilla. You know, yeah. They don't want to tip their hand. I think everyone should, is going to know what the Eagles are going to do by now after watching last season. Like, oh, totally. Any, any way you could just like disguise it. Um. The running backs, I mean, DeAndre Swift, I mean, Chris, DeAndre Swift had that nice run. That was exciting. Yeah, yeah that was good, and he and he cut that dude up, too. That that I think he was a linebacker. He had a alignment. He cut him up. 
How many how many running backs do you think they keep? Four. Uh Swift, Gainwell, Penny, and who's the fourth? Scott? Boston Sermon? Scott, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Boston Scott gives you a little bit more on the special team side that Trey Sermon won't be able to do. Yeah, and, and listen, think. you play the Giants twice a year, so I don't know. That <laughs> Whatever you're paying him, it's probably worth it just for that. Kind of yeah. Four touchdowns against the, the Giants all season, you know, two and play them twice a year. Um, the one guy I was kind of disappointed with from like the receiver position was Joseph Nada because he was the guy I would just constantly see mentioned on like NBC Sports Philly where they're like, oh, Joseph Nada had a huge day at practice. And he was just. Like, you know, he had a, a penalty, negated a 30-yard catch he made because he pushed off, and then he had one catch. Um, Greg Ward <laughs> looked pretty good. Yeah, I was about to bring him up. Is it five catches, 53, or, yeah, five catches on five targets, 53 yards. He was um, actually injured, so he played the game questionable, and he caught five passes. Like, that, to me, kind of stands out. Well, Nada just, like, he should have had a touchdown Book just misread him later in the game. He should have had a touchdown. Book just threw it way too late. Yeah, like Nada played like the whole game. He did. Played 60 snaps. He's going to make the team. Think um, so. I think as, an, as the number four the or a special teams most five. Were five. you here that day when, when no, you weren't? Me no, and Dom, I wasn't. Dom and I went through who he thinks going to make it and who's not. Yep. He, yeah. We had him. Actually, we had him as a as a sixth. Six, but only, only because of Britton Covey. Like, oh, okay. Technically, as a wide receiver, I right. would not be surprised if he gets a phantom injury in the next two weeks, and they'll just put him on IR. This old <laughs> who Greg Ward? Oh uh, no! Um, oh, not not a not a just yeah, because exactly. like you see the t- the ability. Yeah, it's just that I mean Olamati Zacchaeus. Is more experienced. Britton Covey, they're infatuated with him for some reason. Um, yeah. How I mean, are the Coveys in the city? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, offensive line, I mean, Tyler Steen, he played left tackle to start, and then he moved over to his, the position they wanted him to play at right guard later in the game. He struggled at tackle, but he looked good at guard. He did. Yeah. I mean, we kind of know what their offensive line is. Like their offensive, you could argue they're so deep in offensive line that their backup offensive line could be like a bottom five offensive line, like starting in the league. Like I, I just think their their offensive line is so good, so deep. It's it's so important. I mean, the Miami Dolphins' offensive line is terrible. I watched the Atlanta Falcons, who are not exactly known for their uh, defensive line, literally in a joint practice. <laughs> right. Like, if it was a real game, Tua would have had another concussion because they literally were just getting beat off every single snap. Yep. yep. Um, I think we talked about defense with, like, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. Yeah, I didn't really see Nolan Smith much. He played, like, five snaps, and they just took him right out. 24 it, snaps, Nolan Smith. Oh, he did. Yeah. He missed a tackle, but then he beat their right tackle on a uh, on a play. Um Sean Bradley. Out for the season. Out for the season. Yep. Um, 
I don't think they're going to bring Davion Taylor back. I think no. they want to see what Zach Cunningham and Miles yeah. Jack do. I think Miles Jack's going to be your starting linebacker out uh, next to Nicobe Dean. Yeah. Um, if Dean's injury can get better. Yeah, it's Chris, you were on the show last week. Dom said that he actually thinks Cunningham's going to have a bigger impact on this team than, than Miles Jack. Well, right now they're giving Jack the the first team reps. Yeah, so, I mean, their their snap count were pretty were pretty even. Cunningham played twenty six. Cunningham was Jack a good player two, two years ago, and then he got hurt. Yeah, he and played for year, Tennessee, right? Yep, and then he got hurt, and then he, they Tennessee cut him. He went to Houston, and like that that defense was just like cooked the whole season. Like they were throwing games. Yeah, yeah. Until the last game when. They were gonna. They told her they fired Lovey Smith, basically before the game, and they thought he was like, "Screw this, we're gonna win this game," just to spite the Texans to not get the first pick. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I thought the standout was the secondary. I think the secondary played really well. Mario Goodrich played really well. Um, Eli Ricks played well. Um, who else was Josh Job played pretty decently. Well, I, I, one of the more interesting position battles, I think, is is safety, right? And and specifically one of the draft picks, Sidney Brown, from what I hear, played really well. And and and, the, and they really like it. The guy that I, I thought played the best of the three safeties, I'm not exactly was a huge fan of this signing, was Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, but does Edmonds read to you more of a safety or a hybrid like safety linebacker, Bobby Wagner esque, where he'll step down into the box? I be, I think he's going to be like a yeah like like they call it the star position. star yeah star. star. I mean he's the one that looks like he's the most built because Sidney Brown's too short. Not yeah, but Sidney Brown can pop. Sidney Brown's got some some pop in him. So Sidney Brown, I think the issue that I noticed with him in that game is he will put his head down and he won't always see the guy he's trying to tackle. And you know, almost a lot of these like good players you know how to make a move. They know how to make like a quick move and then get out of the way. But you know, a lot of times Sydney Sydney Brown would just truck someone too at the yeah. same time. So he just needs to work on his technique. I think he's a guy. I think what might happen. This is kind of why, this is my read of the situation. Remember when the Eagles had Eric Wilson in 2021 and he was just literally got awful for like the first one? Yes. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, TJ Edwards, you know, we're not sure if you're ready or not, but he can't be any worse than him. Yep. So you're going to go play. And then TJ Edwards played, you know, solid football. I think we're going to see Terrell Edmonds and Kayvon Wallace rotate the first couple weeks. If they both stop, if they both blow, then I think they're going to. Hopefully, by Sidney Brown will have worked enough on his technique. He's ready to at least get some reps. Yeah, and and Reed Reed Blankenship's really been showing up heavily in in practice. He didn't, he didn't even play in the game, so that kind of tells you where he's at on the depth chart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that tells you where he's at in practice too. Yeah. One battle that uh, that I was really interested in. I know that uh, Mike, you're interested in this right now. Siphouse was out there a lot. Was he? He was out there a lot. They they didn't go so much with the uh, Leganator. What's his name? I forget. Tyler Zettner. Uh, Aaron Zettner. 
Is it yeah. a, it's another Aussie, or am I, am I making that up? I think he's, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure like two thirds of the players that are punters in the NFL are probably from Australia. Yeah, <laughs> rugby, like. I guess. Yeah. I was surprised that they went so heavy on Sipos just because I know that he's been struggling and this would be a chance to like actually let the other guy go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's it's very rare when you have a punter battle in camp, right? Because here's the thing with preseason games, though, guys. Teams will go for it a lot. Yes. Too. Yeah. They true. don't always just punt. They're like, oh, we're just going to punt. Because I feel like when you practice punting and then playing a game, it's like the same thing. It's not like when you're doing seven on, like, you know, seven on sevens. It's like you catch the ball, you, you know, plant, you know, plant, drop kick the ball yeah you know it's more it's more or less are able to do it in front of seventy thousand people yep you know that's just that's the key difference um i i thought sipos was gonna win that battle just because they seem to like really like him a lot because in the super one he (laughs) he destroyed debo in the in the sam fran game right oh you're talking about sipos i'm sorry sipos yeah he he shit the bed in the yeah yeah, exactly. He's so that's magical why I, wires that are just flying. In the that, yeah, that's why fans were. That's why people were like, "Oh my god, we got to get a real punter." Yep. Because Donnie Jones and Cameron Johnson were pretty good punters. Don, Donnie, Bang, Donnie Bag of Bones Jones. Yep. You know, yeah. So it's like, yeah, Philadelphia. Like we value like offensive line and special teams. Like that's most other cities don't even like care about that. Yeah. But. Yeah, speaking of uh, offensive line, do you guys see Jason Kelsey's going to have a documentary? I did see this on on uh, is it Amazon Prime? Was it? Uh, I was it Netflix or Amazon? Or Netflix? Prime? I could look it up, dude. I would love that. I just finished the Manziel one. Manziel one was great, dude. Yeah, I loved it. I'm watching. I'm it. like watching the clips of the Manziel one. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he just wanted the. It party. is Amazon, by the way. The Kelsey one you were at. Is that just Jason himself, or is that? I believe so. It's called Kelsey, but I think I think they followed him throughout the Super Bowl season. Like and they, uh, and Kelsey documentary, play. Kelsey examining Eagles team captains twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three season unveils Prime Video premiere date. When's it premiere? September twelfth. Yeah, I really don't feel like hearing from Travis anymore. Yeah, quarterback. I don't quarterback mind. was enough of reliving the Super Bowl thing. Like I, I watched like Patrick it? Mahomes, so I actually haven't finished it yet. Um, I'm like halfway through, but is it so a good show? Is quarterback good? I liked it. I think I think that you got more, you got more respect for Kirk Cousins. Am I correct, Mike? I I agree. So far, yes, I agree. You start. He, to he, he's he's real. Human. He's real likable. Um, you hate Brittany Mahomes. Agreed. I I I definitely hate Brittany Mahomes. Hundred percent. And. Honestly, like you come out of it feeling like Mariota's punk ass bitch. Really, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, where he's I haven't like, gotten there yet. Okay, where he's gotten to the point on there where he. I mean, you'll get to the part where like he's injured and like he's injured and he could have waited till the end of the season for the surgery, but they're we're gonna ride with Ritter, so he's like, I'm just gonna go get the surgery now instead of like staying there in case some you know mentoring the guy. So well, you'll get. You'll, Get I get I get where you're coming from, but it's also like the Falcons who like suck. Like if, if he was battling for like a playoff spot or something, he, he probably would have been there. 
But yeah, like the season's now. over. They kind of were because that division was so god awful. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They yeah. if they won a couple extra games, they would have won the division. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. yeah, Mariota. I mean, look, he knows his role here. I mean, what's he going to come? Oh, this is my eighth offensive coordinator yeah. in nine years. It's like, dude, this is the best team you will most likely ever play on in your professional career. Yeah, including yep. Oregon. <laughs> yeah like dude just hold the clipboard and just pray jalen hurts does not get injured yeah what do we what do we think about our boy uh jalen hurts turning quarterback down like multiple times like multiple like two or three times that they've they've approached him he said i think he said that there will be more to his story later on in his career i think that was like his comment um, I was skeptical of him, obviously, before what he did last season. But like, he just—I think he gets it. Like his mentality, I love. Man. I think he, I really yeah, do. I think he's a guy that likes to say to himself. Yeah, I, just I don't think you're going to ever see be... him out partying in Vegas. No, I think he truly wants to be just the best ever. Like he just wants to win. Like, I think it. he's perfectly suited for this city. Yep. Just like Brian Dawkins was perfectly suited for this city, just like Chase Sutley was. But in different suited. ways. Yeah, but Brian Dawkins would go out there and get you all riled up. I don't yeah, think like different Jalen ways. Hurts is going to get you riled no. up. But do you see Jalen Hurts before the Eagles go out and play? Yeah, he comes out like like doing this, but that's different. Yeah, but but he's the one that leads the huddle. Yeah, before but... they before they go up before they play, it's not. It's not as flamboyant as as Dawkins. Okay, he doesn't do like the like the whole like you know Weapon X idiot man persona, but he commands respect. Oh, totally. Like they said that during practice this year. I think like one like the undrafted rookies, he made a mistake and he dropped and did like ten fifteen push ups because that's what they're supposed to do. If you mess up equals practice, you gotta go do ten push ups. Like you're playing like uh, Pop War. (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah, you know, and he did them, like, and that. And if you're like, oh, well, what's the big deal about that? I mean, I remember reading a story about Tom Brady when he was well, after he won three Super Bowls with the Patriots, and he screwed up in practice. Bill Belichick stops the practice, goes up in his face, points, and starts yelling at him because he didn't run the play correctly. And then Brady went to Belichick's office and was like pouting, like, dude, why are you yelling at me? Don't you like? I'm Tom Brady. Like, why are you? yelling at me and Belichick told him, dude, if he's like, Tom, if I treated you differently than everyone else on the team, they're not going to buy into what I'm telling them. If they see that I'm treating you like everyone else, everyone's going to respect you. That's what Jalen Hurts does. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but I'm just saying that, you know, he, he carries a lot of respect on that team, which is important. You know, we didn't. You didn't get that from Carson Wentz. Oh, totally not. You got totally that not. with Nick Foles. But the problem with Nick Foles is Nick Foles is one of the greatest backup quarterbacks of all time. There's a reason why that doesn't translate to starting quarterback. Right. We we, we saw what Nick Foles is as a star. Really, he's a at, like at, like five hundred quarterback, like at best. That's what you're going to get in the regular season from from Nick Foles. His hit. I fit, he had the mentality of, of being the leader, like you said, but he's his talent held him back for sure. So, and he's almost out of the league. He, I just saw on uh, Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't call it X. I call it Twitter. 
Well, X X sounds like you're going to like a porn website. Like, yeah, I don't want. Yeah, it's a yeah. little sleazy. <laughs> yeah. um, him and Jason Kelsey in 2012 were at a bar in Arizona, and they got challenged to drink like a beer, like a beer like tower. Okay. And they both like killed two of them, and the per- person that challenged them only managed to get through halfway through one, and they just left the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he could drink. I thought he was super religious. I didn't know he drank. Nick Foles drank. Apparently. Well, listen, well, it's good for him. We'll never have to buy a beer in the city again, right? Ever. So. No, he will not. Um. So, the Eagles, they play Thursday, right, against the, uh, is it the Browns? Play against yes. the Browns Thursday. Joint practice was today. Yep. Joint practice tomorrow. I think Wednesday they don't because they're playing the game the next day. Uh, do we think? Uh, the starters get in any time in this game, or is it kind of? I, I think, think they were a series. A series. I think they're going to play the first quarter. I think that's why no, none of the starters really played the first game because they're going from Saturday to Thursday. Right. So they're going to play probably the first quarter. And then... hurts. Hurts. Do you think? I'm going to think back in last year. How, how much of the preseason did Hurts play last year? I don't he played he the. A... Remember the first quarter they played the Jets. Okay. Remember when that one guy in the Jets like that's right. Jalen yes, Hurts out of yes, bounds, yes, and then yep. Jordan Mailata was ready to like strangulate him. Yeah, and, Nick, uh, and Nick Sirianni Nick was losing Sirianni his mind. Yeah. Was calling Robert Sala out across the field. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Good for Nick Sirianni. I like I like Nick Sirianni. You know, contrary to popular belief, Chris. Uh, Mike hates Sirianni. I don't hate Sirianni. He hates Bryce Harper. I don't hate Bryce Harper. But loves himself. Loves himself some uh, some LeBron James. I, I hate LeBron James. LeBron James' body, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I said something along those lines, yes. Um, Love the nah, body, I, hate the face. Is that, is that yes, what's going exactly, on here, Mike? Exactly, exactly. Nah, th- Chris, where I thought you were going with that is that you were going to tell me that I love uh, Gabe Kapler. You do love um, Gabe Kapler, uh, listen, but he's having a, a decent year down there. So it's a collision course with you know Phillies Gabe Kapler first round matchup. What the weeds going to happen if they lose to the Giants in the first round? Uh, can can I just bring up something too? Sorry, Michael, if you're watching this show. So on the show, before we do like the last show of the year, we do our bowl predictions for the next year. This is what my cousin predicted. And I, he pointed out to me the other day and I was like eating lunch and I'm reading, I'm like, dude, do you realize what you just did with your takes? He picked, so he picked for the Sixers. They would win the Easter conference finals. This was back in like December 31st of 2022. I was like, okay, number one, that got screwed yep. for the Eagles. He said they win the Super Bowl handedly. Okay. And then for the Phillies, he's predicted his first one was. Reese Hoskins All Star season. I'm like, he blew his there knee. You, go. <laughs> you, you blew his knee out, That's and then he picked. The, and then he picked the Phillies to go to the NLCS. And I'm like, I on the show. If you missed it on Sunday, and watching, I said, I'm going to be a chance to redact your prediction right now for that. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said it's like Oppenheimer once he realizes when he created the <laughs> nuclear bomb, like right. a horror that he just. In- brought out to the world i'm like do you understand what you've just done yeah he should realize the power he has and keep his mouth shut and he was like i gotta get one of them right <laughs> yeah well you're bound to at some point i said right? it, i was like do you know why i don't pick teams winning on my on those predictions i don't want to jinx them 
Yeah. Unless, unless someone asks me, who do you think is going? I think that's different. Then you're being right. asked. If you just go out and proclaim that, I'm sorry, yep. Michael. I love you. I'm just teasing you. I'm teasing you. I love you. But it's just. <laughs> Uh, that, that's why. That's why I don't bet on any of the any of the Philly teams. I, I can't do it. My, my heart will be in it too much. If I want to bet, I'll, I'll I'll bet elsewhere. Now let me ask you guys a question. If you see a guy or per, like guy guy or gal goes and says, "Oh, oh, the this team is definitely going to win," don't you kind of feel like <laughs> you just just jinx them? They're not, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're screwed. Keep keep your mouth shut. Just let me watch the game. Have you guys <laughs> Have you guys looked at the Week One lines yet? I've not. Uh, no. Yeah, no, we did, Mike. Oh, we, we did. did. We did it two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yeah, we put that bet in. That's right. I forgot about this. The way too early money line one part. Way too early bets. Um, it, we so, did it was it was just every game we bet just the gigantic part line. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there is one game that sticks out. That's like a total sucker's bet. It's the Steelers at home, laying three to the San Francisco 49ers. You're gonna have Brock Purdy fresh off elbow surgery. Yep. He's is gonna, he, he got, playing that game? They they said that. Oh, he's gonna play. Because Trey Lance looked terrible in training camp. Um, they all look, all the quarterbacks look terrible. Sam Darnold. Like yeah, I don't but, care if you're gonna play. It doesn't matter. They they don't have to put. They can give the ball to McCaffrey, Debo Samuel on sweeps. Yeah, but Bosa. Like, how long is this Bosa thing gonna last? He's, he's gonna, gonna sign a contract play. like three days. Before, yeah, yeah he's gonna play because they said they're gonna rescind his fine. So what's the? Po- I'm like, what's the point of even really out if the 49ers said, oh, we'll not fine you anymore, or we'll rescind That's all the fines shit. when you show up? Like the whole point is like, if you're gonna find someone, you're gonna take their money. That's weak. Like That's the Cowboys, the Cowboys told Zach Martin, oh, we're not gonna rescind your fines, dude. You're gonna either show yeah, up. Yeah, but then they really signed him. Yeah, they today. signed him. Yeah. Oh, they did sign him today. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, they just did it. They did it today. See if I can find it. They probably paid them whatever the fines were, so they're like, "Oh, hey, we didn't rescind your fines, but okay, we'll just pay the money. We find you back." Um, and then the Patriots 18, 18 million in each of the next two years. Yeah. Patriots, uh, Patriots with Zeke and Zeke, um, yep. the Jets with uh, Dalvin Cook. Jets are doing some shit. I'll be honest. Like, I like Brees Hall, so I don't know what that's going to do in fantasy. Brees well, Hall's but, knee might not be full. Yeah, I was going to say, he was yeah. hurt last year. He got like okay, two years the, yeah. yeah, But Dalvin yes. Cook was also like low-key like last Always year. Always hurt. Well, advanced stats, like he wasn't that good. Like he just didn't break tackles. I mean, the Vikings yeah. offensive line isn't great, but it's like, it's kind of like, oh. Better than the Jets. Yeah, so before we wrap up, uh, just fresh on mind, we had a comment earlier asking where the, where, let me see if I can find it, asking where the union logo is. Do you guys care about the union at all? Just a, a, a quick question. Like, I, I obviously this whole messy thing's happening where he's he's actually playing in Philly and the tickets are like outrageous. Like to get in the stadium, I think it's like three hundred bucks or some shit. It just doesn't do anything for me. I don't. Know. I, can, I can I can't get into soccer. The only the only thing is only because you're the big hockey guy, Mike. Like, yeah. In two years, like you just got to like bow down and understand that the union will be ahead of. The Flyers. They might already be, but I'm saying like nationally, like it, like you got to understand that. That's kind of where. No, sure, yeah. I, just I think I think it would be smart for you to at least understand the game because it's a um, long way hockey. 
uh, is it though? It is. It's a lot uh, of like the same sort of rules, like offsides, and they don't always uh, attack. They're always kicking the ball backwards and forwards and sideways. And you're 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 really gonna go down this hole, aren't you? I I mean it's, that's it's it's a little unfair to try and compare the attendance for MLS and hockey because. MLS stadiums hold more people than hockey. Yep. It's a little yeah, unfair. Sure. However, Chris, you got a good point because the Flyers have been so bad. Yep. For the last decade. And the Union actually have been fairly good. I mean, I watched the game where they basically like one of the most epic choke jobs I've ever seen. Yep. You know, even still, like yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be the fourth team. I don't dis I don't disagree with that. I I know it's gonna happen, but no, no, I, the I Union are this. definitely the fifth team. Here's the thing with the Flyers, though, guys. It's really popular right now to dump on the Flyers. It's real popular to do that. I'm excited for the Flyers. Flyers fans are the most loyal of the four teams, I think, in terms of like being a diehard, like. There's people who are just Flyers fans and they don't root for any other team. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like if the Eagles go 0-17, they're still going to fill that stadium up. Like, Yeah, I mean, you're right too, but I think too with the Flyers, it's like it's literally like they're the ones I, they're the most, I would say the most cult-ish as in like Oh, so yeah. As sure. in like the organization could say, "Hey, um we think Madve Mitchkov's going to score 80 goals this season. Yeah. They would just believe it. Yep. What what I'm saying, John, is that MLS will be the fourth sport. Sport and NHL will drop the fifth. Yeah. I don't see. I, here's the thing, though. There's a lot of people that like watch MLS. Well, I think his messy but, things definitely helps. But now, like, with, like, I don't know about you guys, but with, I have, um, with Comcast, like, you can watch like Premier League soccer, which is yep. the most competitive league. And the, the issue MLS is always going to have, it's a second-rate league compared to oh, absolutely the Prem, totally. or I mean the French league is kind of a joke, really. But like, you know, the Spanish league. I mean, hell, the Saudi league because they're getting all these big names. Like people Ronaldo, would probably right? then he go there would probably yeah, watch Ronaldo, Ronaldo right play. Yeah, Ronaldo score on like you know eleven like future like tax accountants like average average joes because that's kind of like most of the guys in that league they're not really guys that could really play in like any major competitive leagues that's why he's like scoring like five goals not, not really scoring five goals but you know what i'm saying like he's he scored a hat trick in his first ever game yeah i just i just see the, the prices of this uh union game where Messi's playing are you gonna go mike absolutely not oh, like it's to get in the buildings like three hundred bucks, parking's another forty, which is crazy. Are you gonna for a have a number ten, a number ten like painted on your back with absolutely, to show absolutely your not. undying you loyalty? Well, you can't do that because you're supposed to be rooting for the union, right? That's why you go. The the goat, yeah. little messy. I, I guess maybe it's because I I've never really been a soccer fan that like I hear about Messi coming to the MLS and it does like I just whatever, whatever. It would be like if Tom Brady played for, like, the XFL. Right, yeah, right, I guess. So. Are you guys got anything else before we get out of here? I'm good. I'm good. John, you want to 
plug your plug your pod one more time. Yeah, uh, I am one of the hosts of the Pilot Podcast. I host with my cousin Michael. We generally do every podcast either Saturday or Sunday. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Pilot Podcast. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Pilot Podcast as well. Um, since it's football season, we usually do the show on a Saturday because we can't do it on Sundays because we're makes sense. It's a holy day. Well, not only that too, like we, <laughs> so we go to the, we, we actually, well, actually we sometimes do the pod if it's an eight o'clock game on a Sunday because okay. we do have season tickets. So I saw your intro was really good. So I'm thinking of filming an intro for our podcast there you go. down there. Nice. I will not be going to the game Thursday, unfortunately, because I have work, but. But yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me on, guys. Oh, thanks for having us. We uh, or thanks for coming on. We um, we enjoy having you guys on the network. Um, the show is awesome. So, um, keep it up. And we uh, well, I just enjoy just talking the shit. That's all. Um, just fun. So was that was Go- was, it one, was it one of you guys that uh, went in and created a fake Facebook account to harass me? And Michael, I don't have enough time on my hands to do that. But Not whoever did that, I I give him props because that takes a lot of uh, dedication. Saying I should spoon feed him mayonnaise, my cousin mayonnaise on on well, camera. Whoever which I can't was. even do because he's like twenty five minutes away. I can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, I can't spoon feed. I can't go reach through my mo- my computer screen and we, spoon feed him mayonnaise. We've made Mike um do I've the done a bunch glizzy, of shit. the glizzy beer challenge. The the glizzy straw I did. I did what uh, the ghost pepper popcorn. I did what was the I did the the hot chip the one bite or was it the one bite chip or whatever the hell it was yep. called the one the, the the one chip challenge. I think so it was called. because yeah. so because I know Dom's probably changing diapers right now. Yeah. You know most fantasy football leagues have a punishment if you finish yes. in last place. Yep. Are we gonna do a punishment? So I'm on board. Um, we I I, try, I have another fantasy football league that or fantasy baseball league that I'm in. It's Chris, the same one you're in. We tried to do a yeah. punishment, and after the last place team, he left the league, and we, ne- we never got him to do the punishment. So it never came to fruition. I'd be game with doing that. What, what it would probably be me because I suck at fantasy football. What was um, the punishment, Mike? So the way that we did it in that league is everybody submitted a punishment before the season started, and then at the end you picked three out of a hat, and then he got to pick one of the three to do. That's what, I don't remember the three that that he had to. Well, it never happened, right? It never happened. Now one of them was like run the beer mile. That was one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I can't think off the top of my head. But I'm I'm game with the punishment. Did you I see like that, that guy recently that had to fly for three days straight? That's expensive. For and 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 it's like ask me about my fantasy football team. Yeah, he he took. Uh, it was like twenty. Was it, it was like twenty four hours or something? Like yeah. he he hopped on like five different flights from the East Coast to I think Denver to L A to like Texas and then back to the East Coast. He was he just had to jump on just different planes to fly for twenty four hours. That was his punishment. Like that's that's got to be expensive though. Well, Frontier does uh two ninety nine for a six month pass. So unless he did that, yeah. take him on Frontier flights. There you go. He probably not, flew on like dead. the crappiest airline possible. Yeah, Frontier. Oh Frontier. My God, like. I'm trying. I don't, to think, I don't think we should do something like that. I was thinking something like the one chip challenge because it's like you do it on camera. Oh God, it's so horrible. 
you wait a minute and then drink water or something like that. Like something. I I did it. You weren't even on Chris when I did it. No, I wasn't on that day. You or Dom, I don't think we're on. So you just were like by yourself. No, it was me, friend of the show Doug, and then Kylie from uh, from Bell Smashers was was on. Um, because friend of the show Doug was the one that got the chip for me because the guy I work with. Um, and he thought it'd be funny to just ask me trivia questions right after I ate the hot chip. So it was right around Thanksgiving. And so he was asking me Thanksgiving-related questions, and my mouth is on fire. And I can usually handle spicy stuff, um, but that was the spiciest thing I've ever had. It was so hot. And I couldn't think of the questions he was asking me. So he had the one of the funniest things, um, if anybody wants to go find it, one of the funniest things that happened was he asked me, how many feathers a turkey has, and me not even thinking, I said like eight or nine. Turkey has like two thousand feathers. It was a dumb. It was a dumb answer. Um, but yeah, no, that was fun. That was fun. I would do it again. Why not? Now, now that I know what it feels like, why not? But uh, yeah, no, nah, John. Again, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. Shooting the shit this week. So, all right, we will see everybody next week. See you then.